You are listening to the QSR Web Podcast. Hello again, everyone. I am, as always, QSR Web Editor Shelley Whitehead, and so happy you checked in for today's QSR Web Podcast. Today, from the annals of gloriously gobbleable handheld food, Doghouse gets our attention in just a few minutes when Doghouse partner for marketing and finance, Andre Benner, stops by to talk wieners and other great things. But first, a real wiener from our parent company, NetWorld Media Group, Fast Casual Editor Shira Kanzler is here to give us a lowdown on the upcoming Fast Casual Executive Summit starting in Austin, October 13th. Welcome, Shara. Thanks. That was a heck of an intro. Well, you know, um, the queen of transitions and corn, that's me. Um, So uh, we're here at the summit time again. And how great is it this year that, as I understand, Panera COO Karen Kelly is kicking things off, right? Yes, we're so excited to have her. So she'll be kicking things off, like you said, um, an hour-long keynote talking about all things Panera, you know, how successful they are with their technology upgrades and their menu upgrades. So we're going to get a, we'll have a big treat with her. But that's just the beginning, isn't it? So tell us about the other speakers lined up for this meeting, as well as that epic food tour and a bigger, better, perfect pitch this year, right? Right. So this is our 14th year and it is bigger and better than ever. Um, We have brands from all over the country, the world really. Um, Some of our major brands we have are uh, from Qdoba, we have the CEO from Wahlburgers, uh, people like Fazoli, Salada, Be Good, some up and coming brands um, talking about a plethora of different things from technology to how to grow and when to grow. and then, like you said, our perfect pitch coming up is kind of our version, a nice version of Shark Tank. And we usually only have three brands that we let pitch. And this year we're doing six and we're giving a $5,000 prize to the to the audience's favorite. And so that should be really interesting. And these are all brands that are less than five years old and they have between one and three locations normally. And so we'll get to really hear from them why they think that their brands are the next best thing. And it's uh, usually a nice sneak preview of some brands to watch out for a couple of our winners in the past have already you know been growing and they're still growing so it's a really great way to meet the newest brands in the industry yeah i love to see some of the past um past folks who've competed and the fast folks who who when come back and it's kind of like uh you know the cycle of life (laughs) exactly some of the winners normally will come back and they might be on the panel to kind of give these new guys some advice so that's always a nice treat to get to see them again and check in with them there's so much energy around that too so i'm looking forward to it um can you tell can you tell folks who aren't familiar with that a little bit about the food tour because that's really a unique event and boy that's fun 
Yeah, that's my favorite part of the entire summit <laughs> because it's all about eating, which is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> but it's how we kick um, it's how we kick things off. And we take every executive who wants to join us on a tour. We have six tours going on at the same time that each go for four at it four restaurants. Um, they get to stop in for about 40 minutes, meet with either a CEO or an owner, someone to t- give us kind of the the scoop on what the brand is about, and then we get to eat. We get to try food from every spot. So, like I said, it's a very awesome, it's like the highlight of the week. <laughs> and then everybody gets on the bus and falls asleep on the way back. Exactly. But <laughs> we give them a little bit of time in between the keynote, which will be Karen Kelly, so she'll wake everybody up for sure, and then we'll have you know a cocktail reception after that, which always gets everybody fired up. So it is going to be a packed day for sure. Well, and and believe it or not, that's kind of a discussion of the business and education side of the summit that, you know, fortunately includes a lot of food and and fun, but but there is more to it. As I see from the agenda this year, there's might be a few ping pong balls involved, right? (laughs) Exactly. We have our offsite dinner at uh, Spin Austin, which is this really huge, amazing restaurant and bar that's full of ping pong tables so we'll take everybody out there for networking and you know we'll eat and have some drinks and and you know get a little bit competitive i'm sure shara uh just as just insert that shara doesn't growl or bark that shara is is talking to us (laughs) from her home and that was yeah my little puppies sorry about that they uh you know they they want to be heard as well (laughs) sorry well, um, bring them on to Austin because Austin, you know, keep it weird. Yeah, it's and... perfect for the Aussies. <laughs> That's what they are. They're Australian Shepherds, so it's perfect fit. Aussies in Austin. Okay, well, thank you. So can people still register for the summit? Yes, they can still register. Just go to the fastcasualsummit.com. We take registration right up until the event. Um, and so we would love to have you. The more the merrier. Yeah, and bring your dogs. <laughs> no, don't do that. No. The hotel won't allow that. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of dogs, <laughs> perfect transition material. We'll be back in just a few seconds because the dog is in the house, as in limited service brand Dog House, and one of its executives, Andre Better, right after this. The Interactive Customer Experience Association's mission is to connect B2C brands to technology that elevates the customer experience. Brands have access to resources, project help, news and insights based around boosting their customer experience. Suppliers gain network opportunities to reach these brands and help them provide solutions to elevate their customer experience. Join today at ICXA.org. And thanks for hanging in with us because that connoisseur of all things gourmet hot dog and sausage related dog Haas is here in our Haas today to give us an inside look at this nearly 10 year old brand with the edgy personality and high standards when it comes to all forms of tube shaped center of the plate stuff. 
Mind you, this is a limited service brand that refuses to play by anybody's rules. In fact, it rejects any categorization as either QSR or fast casual, preferring instead to carve out its own category, craft casual, which we will, by the way, dive deeper into shortly. But for now, please welcome Andre Venner, Managing Partner of Marketing and Finance for this comfort food brand. So, Andre... How are you? Let's dive right Doing in. Well. <laughs> Doing well, Shelly. Thanks for having me. You, you like my imitation, my imitation of German and Haas? It's yeah. horrible, isn't it? Yeah, Almost okay. to We just say doghouse the regular <laughs> way. <laughs> you don't try to fan any, any German accent. I think maybe as I was speaking that, I thought, boy, <laughs> that didn't come out very well. Okay, so first of all, um, can you give us kind of a current readout on all things dog house, like store numbers and sales and exactly where you are in the country right now? Yeah, right now we have um, approximately uh, heading up to uh, 40 dog house locations that are brick and mortar. Um, Those are regular dog houses and also dog house beer gardens. Currently, we are in 11 states, um, a lot in Texas and California and Colorado, but um, also as far as New York, um, the East Coast and New York and uh, the Maryland. Um, we also have other location special sites that we have. There are um, a couple of Kitchen United, one in Austin and one in Chicago, as well as we have a great relationship and partnership with Live Nation. Um, which we're in about 15 plus of their locations across the country. Um, so uh, kind of all over the place. And um, as far as the system wide, uh, we're currently right now on track to wrap up the year at $40 million um, for a company. So kind of uh, excited considering we just started franchising in uh, 2014. Wow. Um, well, okay. All right, here's a kind of two-part question for you to see um, maybe first how the brand handles new market debuts in a manner that kind of puts down anybody's notion in that new market that you're just a hot dog chain. And then kind of as an extension of that, tell us what the brand means by calling itself craft casual. Yeah, well, that's the first one. Um, our marketing efforts are focused on highlighting the scope of dog houses offering. So whether it's showcasing our unique dogs or handcrafted sausages or premium burgers, traditional hot dog eateries, as you said, do not come close to serving the types of our selection that dog house does. We've kind of elevated the traditional hot dog, but um, also we offer, you know, like I said, unique sausages, um, burgers are a secret weapon, and we've been kind of dabbling now in the chicken space. Um, we have one uh, chicken sandwich on our menu called the Bad Mother Clucker, which we like to have fun with. And um, now recently... <laughs> and you been... said, slowly again, that was Bad Mother Clucker, right? Correct. That's okay. Bad Mother Clucker. <laughs> um, so that's one of a, a famous item that we have there that was created by Chef Salon Hall. But then like our burgers are just kind of over the top. For example, the Fry Burger. It's a burger featuring white American cheese, French fries inside on top of the burger, house law, fried egg, mayo, 
and that's just become one of the popular signature house items. Um, and then, of course, we have our sausages, which we're very proud of. Um, they're created by our worst mocker, Adam Gertler, and he's, you know, a host of a number of Food Network shows, and we're glad to have him. Sausage making is kind of an entire industry in and of itself and very much kind of of the moment as far as a culinary thing, isn't it? Yes. And I mean, Adam Gertler, I mean, we call him the worst mocker, uh, making um, it's a made up word, but basically means sausage maker uh, in German. But uh, he's he's been such I mean, that's been his passion in his whole life. And when he was living in Texas and like he had a show on Food Network and he was always creating sausages. And we just met um, him through our hot dog purveyor. And they said, you guys really need to meet. And that was about five years ago. And Adam just, I mean, sausage is basically, you know, you have a casing and then you can put whatever you'd like inside of it. And he does such an amazing job with the protein he, he uses, as well as all the different spices and, and fun stuff that cheeses and different things he puts inside of it. I mean, I guess if you're looking for a classic ketchup, mustard, relish, sort of a dog, you know, to each their own, on our list of toppings, we have arugula or tortilla cheese or bouillonnaise sauce. I mean, if that's not enough to tell, you know, we're not a normal hot dog joint. Um, and then everything is served on a King's Hawaiian bun. And so it kind of gives that really sweet, fluffy, nice, beautiful bread. And then we have the savory toppings, um, you know. Uh, on top of that as well. So as far as you've almost really explained what you mean by crap casual, but can you tell us a little bit more about carving out the niche? Yeah, I mean, okay, I'm one of the ones to blame on this. Um, You know, as being one of the founding partners, three of us came up uh, in this space and and, um, uh, one of my roles, as you mentioned earlier, is I oversee the finance and marketing, but, um, everybody has their own role as one of the partners. And we were talking, we're kind of like in this, we're not QSR. And then everyone said we're fast casual. And then this new thing came out fast casual 2.0 about, you know, a couple of years ago. And, and we, I think about five, six years ago, we started saying the word craft casual. And I just don't feel like of really the fast casual 2.0 segment there's nothing fast about it, right? It's not like you walk in, you get your food in a minute. Sometimes it takes seven minutes. Sometimes it takes 10 minutes to get your food. Um, we have a chef-driven menu, unlike any other in the country. Uh, we work with so many chefs, and because we're so proud of our food and respectful of the guests, we take the time to craft each item um, so that they can have truly a great meal. And I think also we we have you know 24 craft beers on tap. We make handmade craft cocktails. So we kind of just, you know, we work hard to stand out amongst the crowd and we just decided to call ourselves Craft Casual and we stuck with it. And we've been um, saying it for, like I said, about five, six years now. And it's funny to see every once in a while someone else uses that word. And, you know, it's kind of fun. You started something. I think, all, I think it's all about trend setting these days. And I think Doghouse is definitely trying to, you know, create a new standard for a traditional hot dog joint. And, that's why we, we kind of came up with that word. So, you know, you brought up beer. What's the most popular item on your menu besides beer, of course? Yeah, beer is pretty popular. You're right about that. Um, I'd say there's a few items, I guess, across the country love. Uh, we used to have some, you know, when we're primarily in 
Southern California, you might have been in the SoCali. But I'd say across the country, the cowboy is one of our favorites. The smoked bacon wrapped dog, um, you know, and topped with cheddar cheese, cheese sauce, crispy onions, and then barbecue sauce. And, you know, our dogs are all hormone free, um, never ever um, certified Angus beef, no nitrates added. So it's, I mean, we take our food serious about the um, quality of it, but yet we like to have fun with our toppings as well. Um, another thing that's been pretty popular recently, however, is our plant-based items. Um, they've, they've garnered a lot of attention. Um, and we, par- we partnered with Impossible Foods and Beyond Meats to serve uh, a unique plant-based option, I guess you could say. We have um, So Veggie, which is made with our Beyond Sausage, the hot Italian on a bed of wild arugula topped with avocado, tomato, crispy onions, and some spicy basil aioli. And then we have a typical kind of brat style, which is the Beyond Brat, um, which is topped with uh, sauerkraut, caramelized onions, and spicy brown mustard. And then the Impossible Burger. We have the Impossible Burger 2.0. We just made that kind of classic pickles, lettuce, tomato, onion, white American cheese, and our secret sauce. So um, a major component of our menu offering that makes us so popular is, you know, I think is just that everything's served on our Grilled King's Hawaiian is another real special thing, um, which is different than the norm, giving that every bite sweet and savory. And now yeah, we're starting about to that, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I just wanted to stop you on the King's Hawaiian. Why did you all decide to pair everything with that particular brand that kind of has a little bit of sweetness to it? Um, how, why does it work well with dogs and sausages? Yeah, well, I mean, we all love it at uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> I mean, we've all had Kings of Wine then. That's where they just kind of use it all the time. But, um, you know, my other partner, Hago Giragosian, um, he's kind of the lead on the culinary end. And one day as we we're creating the brand, when we we're looking in the hot dog bun section, we saw like dinner rolls. And he said, this might be fun. And we just all took a bite of it and said, this is it. This is something no one's doing and it's different. And what we do with those rolls is, and you, you've seen those King's Wine rolls that come in like a 24-pack of squares. Um, we chose not to use their hot dog bun, chose not to use their burger bun, but to use the rolls. That way we could maximize you know, never, ever having food waste. So if you get a chicken or burger slider or anything you do like that, that would come on one roll. If you get a hot dog or sausage that comes on, three rolls, so we kind of cut the bread, and our burgers are served on four rolls, so it's a square. So what's really cool is if you look at our photographs or on uh, Instagram and social media, you'll see um, you could pick out our burger and our hot dogs anywhere in the world where nobody else, you know, if you have a regular burger, you couldn't name who created that. That would be almost impossible um, because everybody has a burger and meat and cheese and lettuce and it's served on a round bun. But when you see our unique look to it, it's really cool. I, your your food is pretty, I got to say. Um, they're just really, it's like it's colorful. It has a kind of fan effect when you have a whole bunch of them together. So um, you, you fall, you pass that Instagram test with flying colors. Right. That's increasingly sure important 
Yeah. How did you manage to rustle both impossible and beyond? Was that a feat? Um, let's just say it's not too easy to get those two to play nice. That, that, that wasn't easy, but, um, they believe in our brand. Um, uh, we, you know, we, you know, right now impossible. We love their burger, the 2.0. It's amazing. And beyond, uh, currently right now has two sausages, you know, um, impossible doesn't have it at the moment. And we wanted to have, you know, our menu be the best of the best. And we feel like, uh, working with both of them, um, they were okay with it. And we, you know, we take care of both companies. Nowadays, it's so important that we have to cater to, you know, all kinds of variety of diets. And I'm sure the vegetarians looking at, you know, doghouse, see our product and think there's nothing there that they could get. But I feel like now we have everything covered with Impossible and Beyond. And we entered the plant game early as far as a national brand. And they've been working with us pretty well on trying to, um, you know, take us to the next level and go along for the ride. Um, you know, they've been good to work with and thankful to have them as, in our restaurants. And they've kind of given us the ability to cater to even more diners and spark their creativity to think, of, you know, showcase their products in new ways. So I think um, we're just starting in um, on that relationship. And we're only a year into it, but I, I feel like that space will be there for quite a bit. I don't think it's a fad. Yeah, it's a it's been fun to watch kind of some of the um, some of the chatter online about whether it is or not. Um, but just moving on a little bit, what do you see as your brand's biggest asset vis-a-vis other limited service concepts, and why? Yeah, well, I'd have to say our culinary is something that's first class. Uh, we started with um, Adam Gertler, who I mentioned is a Wurstmacher, who's, you know, on TV personality. And then we ran into and uh, been for a couple of years now with uh, Chef Alon Hall. He's a season two winner of Top Chef. But when we started our relationship with No Kid Hungry, um, about now wrapping up two years ago, um, we started a... a um, a limited time offering LTOs every month or every other month with famous chefs that work alongside with Adam. So we've had some of the best chefs in the industry working for Doghouse, whether it's Brooke Williamson or Bruce Coleman, um, Chris O, a bunch of other chefs that work with us, making sure that no kids hungry out there that stop that mission um, or to help the mission with no kid hungry. So that's been something really cool about it. But I'd say a couple other assets that we're very proud of is our relationship with Kitchen United being the first kind of, I guess you could say, leaders in the ghost kitchen scene. And then our partnership with Live Nation um, being with venues um, across the country. I mean, Kitchen United assists with getting food quickly to customers through delivery and pickup. So our main focus could be on, you know, the quality of the food. They do the rest. And um, as far you know, we've committed with Kitchen United to be with the next 25 locations slated to open across the nation by the end of 2020. So we'll be opening doghouse kitchens um, in multiple markets, including Austin, Chicago, LA, San Francisco, New York. So that's pretty cool. And then um, our relationship with Live Nation, we're now serving guests in arenas all across the country, Dallas, Virginia Beach, um, East Coast, Chicago, 
LA, San Francisco. So that's pretty cool that we get to be in these venues. Um, so that's been pretty fun working with them as well. That's cool. You've got you've got yourself in all kinds of different situations for dining. Um, it, it, now, the flip side of that, what, what do you think is the biggest challenge right now for this brand? I mean, what are you really working on? Well, I think the trend toward offsite dining experiences via delivery and pickup is just shaking the entire restaurant industry. Um, doghouse definitely included. I think this is something that's changing, evolving every day. Um, it's, 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 it's a moving target. And every time you think you've learned something, something else comes up or companies merge or companies, you know, it's just changing all the time. I know that from going to a bunch of conferences, speaking at them, as well as attending them, that, uh, you know, delivery piece of the pie is going to go at least triple, you know, over the next five years. So every day is becoming a larger part of our business. It makes up currently right now uh, roughly 15% of our brand's business, and in some cases as high as 35% at uh, location on the East Coast. So if that's going to triple, I mean, what does that mean? And we just got to, you know, we brought in our last two hires were people dealing just with the three DPs, the, the you know, delivery partners for us. So, you know, it's, it's I think that would be our biggest challenge is, continuing to try to be ahead of the curve um, with deliveries. And that's why we're working to stay ahead, stay ahead of this curve. And we're excited about the new ways of these ghost kitchens that allow people to experience our food and our brand. So can you please tell us one thing happening with Doghouse in the next year that might surprise folks, or at least give us some kind of hint about it? Well, I'll go ahead and tell you what we're doing instead of tease you guys. Um, we're excited that early next year's some kind of limited time offering for vegan items created um, by Elon Hall. He's been working on something for six months that will be a complete vegan item. Um, currently right now we've been doing an amazing job with all the plant-based stuff, giving the vegetarians an option, but we've been working on something that's pretty awesome. So uh, that should be coming out the first part of um of uh, January and then the other thing that I'm really involved in and proud of is something that will be starting this December um, guests could look forward to our new cocktail program we've always been in the space and known in the space as far as our culinary and our you know 24 craft beers are you know usually look you know based uh, beer selected from the region um, that the stores are in and um, so they kind of have a local craft feel to it but what we've never really done is taken our cocktail program to the next level. And we brought on an old, um, our original bartender from, from our first ever beer garden location, Phil Wills. And the only reason he left us is because he had to go on to a bigger project where he's been on the past seven years for Bar Rescue. So we brought him back and he's been working with us since uh, the beginning of this year the entire year to launch this new cocktail program and to have a celebrity mixologist like Phil be on our team to put this program in place. I mean, it's just, the drinks look beautiful. They taste amazing. And, you know, you're not thinking of going into a hot dog or burger joint and thinking, I I need this amazing cocktail. I think by the end of, you know, next six months, the word's going to get out that people will be coming in from the for the cocktails and then also enjoying the amazing food that we have. So, 
we're just proud to be launching that cocktail program that we've worked on for a year and to now have our cocktail program be as high-end um, as our culinary and beer program. Amazing. So now you have these gorgeous cocktail pictures to go along with the gorgeous pictures of all those dogs and hamburgers. You yeah. can't miss. Thank you yeah. so much, Andre. You know, yours is a really fun brand that kind of captures a sense of community. And I think it's been fun to hear a little bit about your story. Uh, just as I also kind of appreciate our, our listeners listening today, and I'm sure that they appreciate uh, listening about the brand today because you got a lot of irons in the fire. So we hope everybody listening learned something and that you also return in a couple of weeks for the next great QSR limited service brand with a story to tell. Until then, have a wonderful day.